so you're probably watching this and you're thinking, who the hell are we? Why are we making this podcast? So who the hell are you? Who the hell am I? I don't know. That's a very deep question. But Sugar, do you want to introduce us both? Yes. Hello, everyone. Um, we are two doctors who are working part time, um, and on the side, we are both exploring the world of creation, um, and have both started multiple ventures um, in creating something. Hence, why this podcast is called Making It. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the side, I have dabbled the journey of YouTube and digital illustration and a bit of, you know, that's it. Let no, me... you've done a lot more than that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially we're, we're, we're doctors by trade. We're, we're currently doing it part time so that we're sort of exploring our other ventures. I myself, um, I write every week. Uh, I've got a weekly newsletter. Uh, we make YouTube videos, both of us. Uh, we're both interested in medical education. You've got a social enterprise, Scully Own It. Mm-hmm. I'm working on some medical education stuff. And so we've got a really nice mixture of not only, uh, you know, like things that we're creating, both mm. kind of just like pure creative stuff, but also yeah. serious things like social enterprises and businesses, mm-hmm. which require a slightly different type of mind, yeah. right? And um, So that we're doctors by trade, but creative by nature. And we're trying to merge the both in the world of entrepreneurship yeah 100 percent. and like we we obviously come from a conventional background of you know we, we we did the nine to five and now we're sort of branching out so i feel like a lot of people are kind of now at that stage where you know where they've done the nine to five but they feel like something's not there like there's a, you're a like, doctor where'd you get nine to five from okay nine to five plus a couple night shifts plus a couple weekends is that how, you better yeah yeah <laughs> so so we're doing that but other people who are doing their traditional jobs right like I feel like they're now starting to see that number one, there's there's more to life than just working, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, like li- living to work essentially. Now they're working to try and live, right? They, you've got remote positions, you've got people going part time, spending more time with their family, exploring creative side hustles, or just doing things for the sake of creating, right? And yeah, like I've seen so many of my per- my friends personally mm. going into that stuff, but w- now we're all starting to have these conversations about what are you doing, how are you going to do it. Like, you know, how do you do this specific stuff? And so I think in, in some ways, a lot of people have made podcasts probably like this before, right? But mm-hmm. I reckon we're, we're bringing something new to the table. We're, we're bringing our own journeys, our own experiences, our own very specific sort of circumstances of being doctors from South Asian backgrounds, you know what I mean? So th- yeah. there's a lot to relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because of the conversations that we have had over the past couple of months that have really, really helped us in motivating to do our creative journey we thought what better reason to bring those conversations forward and share them with you guys in the hope that it will also motivate you to start something and also give you a bit more guidance um in making that into something more impactful and more sustainable yeah 100 percent. why do we choose why do we choose uh, the title making it um well you chose it but i liked it i chose it <laughs> um but i think if you like it yeah. let us know in the comments below if you don't like it yeah, don't I say like a word. It. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a better name, go for it. <laughs> yeah, we can we can take um, But I think the whole idea behind making it is the fact that we are kind of documenting our thoughts and process in real time whilst we're at a stage where we are very much at the beginning um, stage of everything. Yeah. Um. So as opposed to going through our own ventures and reaching the end and then retrospectively giving insight, mm. we're giving insight in real time and also bringing along other people with us who are also, you know, doing similar journeys um, and just sharing each other's kind of thoughts and struggles and successes, really. Yeah, it? definitely. I think we, we've, like, 
in the last couple of years, we we've just been like drawn to other people who are making things. Yeah. Like, and that doesn't have to be specific to you know either business or you know a YouTube channel, for example. Yeah. It could just be anything because there's so much to learn from different people. Mm. And like once you get exposed to that sort of creative process. Yeah. You just find it really interesting how other people do stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it like you said, it's about the process, it's about the behind the scenes, about the mm-hmm. journey. It's not necessarily about the end product. This yeah. is us talking about how we're doing things, figuring things out as we go along. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you guys will join us for the journey as well. Exactly. And I think you know, creating can actually sometimes feel really, really lonely. Yeah. Especially if, you know, you don't really have people around you who do the same things as you. So I just hope this podcast kind of brings all of us together and is a you know a go-to point for you to kind of reach out to us and kind of make you feel like you know we're doing this along with you um and make this process more fun really yeah yeah i think you summarize it quite well cool okay let's start episode one of making it finally finally been been a long time in the works six months on and off it's been six months? Yeah. But, um, okay, how, how should we start this off? I think, how about we introduce ourselves? Mm-hmm. Say who we are to the people. Um, go on, you start. Ladies first. Ladies first. So, my name is Sugar, and I am a junior doctor working in West Sussex. And after a lot of persuasion from you, about a year and a half ago, I started dabbling in the world of video making and YouTube and creating content. And yeah, that's my story so far. And I'm still dabbling. Yeah. Um, and the aim is to stop dabbling and try and make more. Yeah, you've been sort of uh, in, and, in and out of creating. I've been trying to make you make more YouTube videos than you currently have. But I feel like you, you, you make one and then you take a little time off, but you come out with like a, a sick video. Yeah, but then there's that pressure, isn't it, in the time gap as well? Like, What do you mean? As in like... Um, that the more you keep people hanging, yeah. the higher they expect. Yeah. And I think that's what slowly over time has just weaned me off. Yeah. But um, who's that artist who sang, Now you're just somebody that I used to. Oh, that guy who just made a one hit wonder. Yeah, that's me. Is that that's me in the world of YouTube. <laughs> I made four videos. You made your one hit wonder. No, no, no. You, and then, you, made, you made quite a few. Yeah. And um, to be honest, as in, you started off, your first, your first video was amazing. Like, thank you. Um, like the amount of time you put into it, and obviously, yeah, it, usually, some someone's first video is kind of it's kind of dead. I think my one was kind of dead. Actually, no, I spent quite a bit of time. Your first video got a right? lot of views, and it, also it was like up. Was there. it good? It was okay. elite. Thank you. Like thank you. it made me actually buy that product. What uh, the little tablet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Watching that video made me get it. Do you know that? Yeah. And no. this was way before I even knew you. Quite a few people said they bought it, but the, yeah. like it was such a. Um, I don't know what, what it was, but like I had planned so much mm. around um, that first video because I wanted to come out and like you know kind of set a bar mm. and not kind of embarrass myself. I don't know yeah. if you have the same feeling when you 100%. create stuff. Um, okay, so we're both doctors. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to yeah, introduce yourself. Okay, I'll introduce myself. So I'm a junior doctor, F F three, currently doing um, a locum year, meaning that I've taken a year out of training to obviously just like. And more pee. Um, <laughs> and relate. on the side, I'm making a, you know I'm making YouTube videos. Um, I write a weekly newsletter. What else do I do? I'm quite interested in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and yeah, just kind of like working, especially like on medical education and stuff like that. And should we tell them how, how we met? How do we meet again? Yeah, um, at the edge of a cliff. At the edge of a um, cliff. So this actually, is, is, is what you love telling everyone. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, so we met through other content creators, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. So we had a mutual friend who is very, very good at what he does. He's mm -hmm. one of the best filmmakers that I know. Um, let's, give, let's give him a shout out. What do we say his real name? Or do we say his like Insta handle? Was it, was it Sham? I think so. I so thought it was Zane. <laughs> no, it was Sham. Well, there you go. Two great two, two, two creators. Are, two of our close friends. <laughs> One is a singer. His name is Zane Gowie. He's um, now an ex-doctor, but um, he essentially makes music, amazing music. You can check him ex -doctor, out. Ex-doctor, but pro-musician. Ex-doctor, but pro-musician. And then we've got Sham, amazing storyteller, filmmaker. So they both kind of like put us both together, right? And like we kind of just like, we followed each other for a bit. Yeah. We kind of kept tabs on each other, like as in like we hadn't like, met or spoken mm -mm. but we knew of but each other. we knew that we existed we knew we knew that each other existed <laughs> and i think each of our friends like spoke highly of both of, obviously yeah um <laughs> but then yeah. when i when i first met you i was like oh my god this is the guy that that made me get the tablet really is that what yeah, you're thinking I, yeah i saw you and i was like oh yeah i bought that tablet like because of his Did video you oh, I can't but even i think it's the first one i'm telling you that how funny is that yeah, yeah. so we essentially we went where did we go? We went to, what is it, Dor Dorset? Yeah, we went to Dorset Durdle Door because um, yeah. Sham um, had one of his friends who wanted to promote um, a Palestinian charity, mm, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess it was Sham then, isn't it? Yeah, and then Sham was like, guys, come along. We're going to go to Durdle Door. Really nice aesthetic place. It was yeah. middle of lockdown, so we couldn't really go anywhere indoors. Mm -hmm. um, but he was like, cool, we've got a photo shoot planned for the weekend. Let's all come together and let's just all join. So even though we weren't, part of the photo shoot yeah we all kind of like took our cameras and our gears and then yeah it just became a photo shoot for all yeah. of us didn't it and then yeah we, we met a lot of people that trip some of mm. which quite a few of which like we still keep in touch with um i feel like we all kind of got to know each other a bit better i don't know if that was the first time i met sham as well or actually no i had met sham once before mm. so i barely knew any of the group but then it was just so nice to see other south asians who were creating stuff but not only that like you had a very similar sort of background to me, which is obviously you're a doctor, right? Yeah. So, so, so you, you got it. You understood what it was like. Um, and and yeah, I don't know. We just got started chatting. We just yeah. we, we had this little sort of WhatsApp group where we would just bounce ideas off each other. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think that just kind of like opened up this world to like some South Asian creators who were either making businesses or uh, music videos or films like just do, making something. just making stuff right yeah. and like growing up i i never had any friends who really did that i was kind of like on mm -hmm. my own and even just wanting to do that so and, and like let's be honest like south asians like traditionally like we don't really go into art the creative arts mm -hmm. right or at least i don't i'm not exposed to that many of no. them um so that that was like really exciting for me as well because i was like okay now meeting all these people who mm. are doing so and not only not only that, but like they're doing it alongside their conventional careers, which is sort of like the leap exactly. that I took. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that was actually my first experience of being in a group of people who are all just very, very creative. And I mm -hmm. think everyone's got that creative nature in them. But that was the first meetup where the intention was to create, mm -hmm. whether it's using your camera, using your phone, being that person who's like kind of directing the shoot. Like we all had some sort of creative input in that trip. Yeah, we and did. that made yeah. me realize that, okay, I have spent 48 hours with a bunch of creative people yeah. and I went home mm -hmm. and I just had 
inspiration on inspiration and I just felt the urge to then start thinking ah okay right I really want to buy a camera now Um, I really want to learn I want to get a subscription to Skillshare you you, you had ordered it right you had ordered the camera I I remember that he made me order it (laughs) so um, you ordered a similar one to me and we were like by that point I I don't know if I had made YouTube videos had I made a YouTube video yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you started making YouTube videos so I had made probably a couple and you were you were planning to do so Mm. right so automatically I'm like, okay, cool. Like someone's in the like the journey with me, right? Mm. And I didn't know really what you'd be making, but <laughs> neither did I. But like I knew you, I knew kind of about your interests. Like you're mm. interested in music, um, you know your social enterprise, mm. Scolione, shout out Scolione, <laughs> um, which we'll talk about later. And yeah, so so where do we where do we go from there? So so I ordered the camera yeah. like a day before that trip. Again, not knowing really what it, what I was going to use it for, but mm. Sham just kind of gave me that inspiration to be like, all you need is just one thing and you just get started. And actually, mm. you don't even need a camera. You can just, nowadays, the iPhone is just as good enough to get yeah. similar quality. Um, but yeah, just being in that environment, being around people and having those conversations, it just made me realise, like, if, if, if that's what I got from just 48 hours, imagine what I would get if I continue to surround myself with like-minded people but also people who have the similar backgrounds where this isn't what we do full-time like you know whether it's photography or video making or art everyone in that group besides Sham doesn't do it full-time yeah that's true but you know we do it enough where people kind of think oh you know are you a doctor you're spending a lot of time doing this Yeah, yeah yeah exactly um I think that's the beauty of it and I think that's the whole purpose of this podcast is instead of getting an insight from those who have already made it mm. and giving the wisdom from where they are right now, what we really lack or what I lack when I look on the internet is I don't really get any insight from people who are just starting mm. and getting that real time insight as to what that process is like. Mm. And I guess that's why that's why we made we're it. Doing this. Yeah, that's 100%. why we're making it. That's why we're making it. Yeah. So. We we both really obviously really love the title like the the name of the podcast because not only are we keen on just like making things like is that figuratively speaking or just like literally speaking yeah literally, literally speaking. speaking right <laughs> literally speaking we like making things whether that's social enterprises or businesses or like just content right mm-hmm. and all those things are I think you can put them in one category but they've obviously got their own like subcategories right like they're all kind of like super interesting in their own right. But we're we're making things, but also at the same time, we wouldn't we wouldn't necessarily say that we've made it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we 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 don't have we're not at a point where you know they it's kind of like uh, it can give us a regular income that we can quit our day job or something to that effect, right? So in essence, we're we're documenting our behind the scenes, we're documenting our journey, mm-hmm. um, and just sort of just seeing how it goes, you know, just talking talking out the sort of ideas that we have and, like, what we discuss behind closed doors about, like, how we can improve, you know, our YouTube thumbnails, what we should write about, what you thought about this, what you thought about this strategy, and we just thought that it'd be obviously really helpful for other people to listen to. Right? Yeah, definitely, and I think we are very blessed that within our mutual friends we do have people yeah. who can give us that information, like... All the things that I have learned so far is, you know, from my friends, including yourself. Mm. But there are people out there who who aren't in the community of, you know, like-minded people, but also maybe don't have that direct contact of someone who can tell them the ins and outs of the kind of equipment you need or how you start out and how you do this. So I think this podcast, like, I really want it to be that kind of 
that you know go-to place where if you are someone who is thinking about starting a creative entrepreneur journey mm. then hopefully this podcast is something that you think about and being like okay i don't know where to start yeah. let me listen to these guys and see what they have found out in their journey mm. and hopefully we can also help them make it basically just listen to us waffle until yeah we all figure things out together listen to us you know big our friends up and you know put people in the line just talk a lot of rubbish and just figure things out yeah but um but yeah, I think that kind of summarizes what, why we wanted to start the podcast. And what would you say, like, if if you had if you had someone in front of us and we had to kind of like convince them to obviously watch us and stuff? Like, mm. what can people expect from making it? Um, okay, in all honesty, it's just turned into an interview. Yeah, literally. In all honesty, I don't think either of us know where this podcast is going. And I think that's the reality because actually when you do start something like this, the reason why so many people hesitate is because there's a big risk factor associated with it, right? Mm. Like no one knows where it's going, but that's also the beauty of it. And I think, you know, I don't know what you can expect from this podcast, neither do we. But what I can say is that, you know, within the waffle and within the faff, you will hopefully have at least two to three takeaway points which make you think okay like this could really Mm. direct me somewhere and you know if there's at any point where we don't give that then let us know yeah um and if there's any sort of thing that you are researching but you're struggling again let us know and the most we can do is help and guide you really yeah 100 percent. and like we've spoken about we've spoken about this in depth like Mm. what kind of what do we really want to include in each podcast right Mm. like do we just want to keep it conversational Mm -hmm. and just like because obviously like some of the some of the times when we for example we have our conversations like a lot of the time it's it's got a central topic right but it just sort of spirals out of control (laughs) it might be super interesting but at the same time we're like we kind of have to structure it in some way because there are so many specific topics which we have talked about which we want to talk about Mm. and that we're trying to figure out right and obviously we're drawing on each other's experiences and hopefully when we start getting guests on then we'll draw from their experiences as well Mm. and um there's just so much to talk about but we're hoping that it'll kind of be a mix right of essentially yeah definitely like topics that we want to cover but also Mm -hmm. that interesting waffle yeah exactly and like i think the most important thing is there's no right or wrong answer. Mm. Like just because like you hear it's like someone's certain journey and you know where they've gone and you know how certain things led them to where they are. Like every journey is really really different, but there is no right and wrong. I think you know there are different reasons why people start a creative journey, whether it's purely because of passion um, to kind of manage their work-life balance Mm. or whether they have that intention to really try and strategize that passion Mm. into something a little bit more sustainable and monetizing. Is that your word, monetizing? Monetizing, yeah. Well, now it is, now it is. Um, But yeah, so I think everyone has their own kind of strategies to where they want to go. And I think it's a very complicated sector, you Mm. know, because I think once upon a time, it was literally about, you know, here's what I'm going to create. If you guys like what I do, mm. you know, either buy this or, you know, let me share it. But now it's like every sort of creative input can essentially lead to a big full-blown startup or a mm. big full-blown marketing campaign. And yeah. there's a lot of ins and outs. And I think that there are so many things that you need to take into account. For example, the business side of things, marketing, logistics, and mm. just... It's no joke. It's, it's, it, it's not a joke. And honestly, like, I would say, I don't know about you, but like, literally when, say, for example, in my, like, creative process, say, mm. for example, I'm trying to 
write a script for a YouTube video, my brain is constantly working sometimes harder than it is even doing my day job as a doctor because I'm not in like, uh, what do you call it when you're just like automatic mode, right? Mm. You're just not in, um, what do you call it? But as yeah. in? Um, you, you know when you're just basically just like on... <laughs> I'm really trying to understand. I'm trying to think. You. you know, you know when you're just doing things without got, having yeah, thinking. So, it, so it's just like What's a reflex. Phrase? Like I know what you mean, but you're, you're in a trance. Like okay, let's just say automatic mode. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, go back yeah. with that. You're in the mode. You're in the zone. You're I'm in the, the zone, zone. Yeah. In the zone. Yeah. But like, say for example, doing the conventional job, yeah. right? You, you 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 know what you need to do, right? You mm -hmm. don't have to think much. You just kind of you can be daydreaming while doing it, right? There's a protocol of how things are done. Like you're yeah. always told these are the steps, and also because you do it every single day, yeah. It, even though every day is different, it is a very repetitive process. Mm. Whereas but the creative journey, the creative, doesn't the have creative a process, like and and like tapping into the creative mind, yeah. burns so much energy. Like I feel like so almost so burnt out when I'm trying to think of new ideas because you're literally making things come out of nowhere, mm. and you're you're trying to make something new. You're trying to make sure compare it to the old stuff, which shouldn't you know you don't you're not trying to duplicate yourself, mm. um, but try new things. Like you're creating things from scratch, right? And so it. Honestly, like I underestimated how hard the work is to actually create stuff, yeah, or at the very definitely. least, do it consistently or do it like a professional. You know what I mean? Also, I feel like now we're like, especially in the generation that we are, and more so Gen Z, mm. is you have like the access that you have to other people's work is literally infinite. Yeah. Like inspiration is at a click of a button, whether it's on your phone or you just walk down the street. But what that comes with is then I think over time, the reason why a lot of people don't want to start making stuff is because they say that really famous phrase saying oh but there's already so many people that are doing what mm, I want to do you know? time, yeah. and actually there's something that you said to me which was like <laughs> it was yes. it was about um it was about an actor it was about an actor yeah and you I, said well imagine I, I, so basically yeah it was um I think I heard this from Casey Neistat it was like quoted from him essentially but we we both hear that a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously, it's and something... I say that yeah, all the exactly. time, and I still say it, which is why exactly. But it's kind of like no, a cop I'm out, just yeah. Some bad <laughs> do you still do you remember his name now? I think it's Gautier. That might be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gautier or something with, like with that. The face yeah, yeah, face paint guy. <laughs> anyway, so essentially, when people say, "Oh, it's like it's too late to do that," or there's a hundred million other people already doing yeah, that. What's unique about me? What's unique about yeah. it? But um, the market the, is saturated. The market is saturated. All yeah, that exactly that. right. And I think what Casey Neistat, who's like a YouTuber vlogger, he basically said like, say for example, you've got you've got all these actors, right? When a new actor comes out, let's say for you know just any new actor comes out, you wouldn't say, oh, there's already an actor who acts just like this person. There's already mm -hmm. a Denzel Washington. Why is this guy trying to be the same? Every new actor like starts from nothing, right? Like you you don't see them until you see them. So they've had to obviously accept the fact that there was already a Denzel out there and still go for it to become the new actor, right? And so, like, if you think about any of your favorite shows, your favorite music, like, there's always been someone before you who's done something similar and they wouldn't have existed if they had that same mentality, right? Mm. Um, so, yeah, try, but I think at the end of the day, pe people kind of understand that you could do it, but mm. they, they block themselves off from... From yeah. taking that first step because it's just kind of like a comfort yeah. mechanism, you know, just yeah, definitely. To come I up with the excuse. Like I think a lot of people just instantly give themselves that pressure of like, you know, is my idea organic or how can I make it organic? How can mm. I make it authentic? How can I make it different? But actually, like what I've realized from like what I've created so far mm. or you know, put online is all the stuff that I make that at the time of making I just think 
this is just mm. you know like it's it's not good it's not my best work yeah. so many other people have done it i will then publish it and the reception i would get from that is just mind-blowing mm. you know a lot a lot of the comments would be like this is such a you know a breath of fresh air you know like i really like the way you have worded things it's just a new way of thinking and i'm just thinking in my head really yeah. like you know so you'd be very surprised that an idea that may seem old to you yeah. may be new to someone else and very interesting as exactly because well. yeah, yeah. they may hear it for the first time from you mm. you know so i think or you, for the first time like ever ever exactly ever. Mm. um 100% agree like there's so many things that i say for example i'm always you're always surrounded by people you follow who are saying the same things right so you're you're, you're literally like knee deep in all that information right but mm. say for example to someone else who has never been exposed to that information you mentioned the most basic sort of piece of information in your eyes in, in your, your, from your world basic, yeah. and it like blows their mind essentially right so yeah literally I 100% <laughs> uh, know what you mean um, what I was going to ask was what, why did you start creating I don't think I've asked you this before yeah it's a, it's a very deep question but like what 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 made you okay let's say were you creative growing up Let's start with that. Were you yeah, creative growing okay. up? Yeah, okay. So, was I creative growing up? 100%. Mm. I fully was. Um, I am the creative one in the family. Oh, wow. Um, I know. Is there a round of applause button? No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, I think ever since I was a kid, like, I was obsessed with art. So, like, mm. I would paint stuff. I would draw stuff. And it actually came from my grandma, who... Um, like in Bangladesh, like you've got these kind of like really thin metal wires and like you can kind of shape them and tie knots in them and you can make like make anything. Shapes, yeah. So she used to make a lot of like baskets and stuff and then like she used to teach me. So she was a very crafty woman. Mm. And then I looked at what she does and I was like, you know what, this is like really, really fun. Um, and that's where it all just started. And then in school, I was gifted and talented, <laughs> whatever that meant. Um, basically, it just meant that you had access to some workshops that you can go to. Oh, really? Yeah, but then... That died down very soon because my parents were like, this is not really a career. Yeah. It, it, there's no stability. They were right. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut that bit out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they just, they said, this is great. This is fun. But, you know, you can't make money off this. Yeah. Like, you, know, you can't make a living off this. What are you going to do? Like, paint pictures for the rest of your life and, you know, put food on the table. You can't do that. Mm. So then, obviously, it was like a typical thing. Like, I do have a very cliche story, and people won't believe me, but it is. This is exactly how it was. They were like, "Become a doctor. You're good at science. Become a doctor." Mm. Luckily, at that time, I actually really liked science, um, and also during that time, I didn't have any examples that I saw of someone who was successful from having art as a living. Mm. Like, I don't now. If I was yeah. that seventeen-year-old now. There's so many examples, yeah, you know, whether yeah. it's online creators or offline creators, right? Now we're in that climate where creation can get you food on the table. Mm. And that's too really, really good money for really good working conditions, right? Yeah. But at that time, this does not exist. Yeah, yeah. So now I obviously went through the medicine route. And I think the one thing that kept me a bit sane mm. throughout that time in med school was actually, you know, doing like you know hosting events and you know making like um campaigns and all those things I and mean, i think people forget that you know when you ask oh have you always been creative mm. it's not always about like making stuff but it yeah. could be just setting things up or creating kind of 
certain memories for people yeah. you know so it doesn't have to be in the form of an actual piece you exactly know? yeah you, know? you don't have to have like a podcast or a youtube yeah. channel to like show for it right yeah yeah um and so throughout uni like i got involved in making a lot of like drama and plays and that's where i got really like, that was my first experience of scripting mm. and i just loved it like it was just so well, at university, much fun what you were scripting yeah plays. yeah so um i scripted one of like so i was part of the asian society um i was the president for it and then every year there's like an annual show Mm. so um in that show every year it used to be just a talent show yeah so it used to be here's a bhangra dance here's um here's you know these musicians and you know here's the dobla player yeah. or whatever but then i was like let's make this into a show and one of the inspirations i've always had was goodness gracious me oh yeah like i loved the writer of goodness gracious me and i loved the scripting and i just loved that show um, and I was like, let's just do like a uni version of that and make little skits. Mm. So this, the kind of skits we made was, um, it, it was keeping up with the cons. Um, so essentially, oh, wow. yeah, okay, so we yeah. made we made like a mini sitcom mm. called Keeping Up With The Cons. I played like the grandma um, and other students like did other roles and stuff. And we scripted it all from scratch. Yeah. Um, and then because we obviously got our uni stage, that was my first experience of handling lighting and music and transitions and how you go off stage and on stage and how you position yourself. And mm. that process was just like amazing. Yeah. Like it was just different to being like, here's a textbook of all the things that can happen wrong in the body. Yeah. And here's how you can fix it. Yeah. You know? So do you reckon like your your, your mind almost craved a bit of like a crea creative outlet, right? Like, yeah. obviously, because, like, study medicine, like, okay, I wouldn't really say it's creative as such. I mean, like, the most creative med, med students might be on the day-to-day is, like, yeah. draw, drawing their own notes, mm. or draw, like, drawing out anatomy, mm. you know, sketches and stuff like that. But, like, in terms of having a creative outlet, yeah, like, I, I don't think I've thought about it properly as well, like, what I sort of did doing uni that kind yeah. of, like, kind of proved to myself mm. that maybe there was a sort of creative side that yeah. I kind of liked. But, like, one thing, like... I realize now that medicine can be creative, mm. but much later on in the process. Yeah, once you know so, the basics. Yeah, and I, actually, like, it is a very creative profession in the sense that everything that is going well in medicine comes from creation and innovation. Yeah. You know, the top, top surgeries, the, you know, scannings and machinery, everything, mm. you know. Like, medical engineering is creative, yeah. but you only get to that point after years and years of studying, mm. you know. And actually, now we're seeing a lot of medical students having the guts of being very innovative during yeah. COVID, making their own versions of, you know, masks and stuff, you mm. know. But again, it takes a long time for you to allow yeah. your innovation to actually, you know, flourish into something. Yeah. Or maybe or maybe also, like, now that med students are doing it more, like, commonly, right? Or um, maybe it's just that they've got the confidence now to be like, okay, now it's not necessarily something where you have to become a consultant like you know 10 15 years down the line mm. before you can make a change you can actually do it as a as a student and sort of as they flatten the hierarchy now i don't know yeah. um like we're seeing more med students doing really ambitious things right yeah and in all honesty they have us millennials to thank for yeah because actually us millennials were the first who started appearing in BBC shows, mm. who started making Instagram accounts of medical blogging, yeah. you know, giving medical advice online. You know, us millennials were the first to start to medical social, YouTube. Even social, like social media basically yeah. came out. Doing, we yeah, infiltrated social media, despite being told in medical school mm. that that is seen as unprofessional and yeah. whatnot. But we, I think we were the first generation to really show 
you can be professional on social media mm. and actually it's not all about just acting a certain type of way like social media is a very good platform for education mm. and nothing beats education until you speak in in the language of young people right yeah. and education goes way beyond teaching other medical students you know public health is a big thing right yeah, yeah. and social media is a big part of that so 100 i'm just thinking like social media is like even now i still can't fully understand or articulate like how useful it is like mm. you know what i mean like sometimes you can't even put it into words it's just it can be useful or entertaining to so many different people for so many different reasons and there's some like you know TikTok or YouTube channels now which are the most niche kind of weird um sort of topics right mm. but somehow people still find value from them they can still earn a mm. living from holding that attention right and like it's all essentially about this you know this attention economy uh, yeah. that was like you know um i don't know who coined that i think it was this marketer Seth Godin right but he said he said essentially everyone's fighting for attention nowadays it's not necessarily mm-hmm. like it's not for your money the person who has your attention basically has your money yeah. but also just because you have someone's attention doesn't mean that you know how to yeah. turn it into like an income stream yeah exactly um but at the same time it's not only just about making money it's about no. like what it means to you to create something to put it out there into the world to like, create impact yeah create impact sure. breathe life into something yeah. uh, that you can be proud of like say for example like when I, people have asked me like why do you write every single week mm. i don't i don't necessarily do it now because I, i mean when i did start i did think okay maybe if you know i could gain something from it it would be nice to also maybe mm. have it as an income stream but i said to myself do i really want to do this and now i i do it sometimes i i just write and i send it out to my newsletter subscribers yeah. without even sharing it because i don't have the time or ever but it's just the process of doing it which uh, which makes me continue to do so mm. and so it's nice sometimes to just have something that you can just put out into the world just for yourself before mm. anyone else you know what I mean yeah um and i think a lot of people do that actually they do like offline creating mm. like they and they're they, too scared to yeah they're too scared to put it out but yeah. like say for example they just they create for the sake of creating like mm. they might draw in their notepad they might you know sing to themselves they you know what i mean there's so many different things people are making or creating and it doesn't always have to be shared and, and that's okay if you don't that's share that's okay it, yeah 100% you know? um wait so have you always been creative um have I always been creative I I I don't know I, it might be I personally think maybe everyone is everyone has a creative side mm. or you know they say oh do you have a creative bone some people are yeah. maybe more confident at like sort of expressing themselves early on or they they kind of uh get drawn towards something which would be labeled as creative by society mm. right but um I'm trying to think okay so when I was when I was a teenager I had a gaming channel I'm not telling anyone what that is D- um. don't don't I think you know the name. Anyway, so I had a gaming channel for about 5 6 years. This was before like YouTube was a big thing yeah. and I didn't have any social media. Like YouTube was my first social media as well, which is nice because I've sort of It's come mad. back full circle, right? Um but essentially I was I was really keen on playing games mainly Call of Duty and I'd be sharing oh, my videos. You don't want to hear about this do you? No, no, no. This is <laughs> because it's just I'm trying to picture. Literally like every I'm trying to picture that the the you in the, you the little little Or game game like, of fader yeah but essentially i i loved uh, i basically re- like i basically have a really addictive personality so i was basically addicted yeah. to this one game called of duty and i started watching people like videos online i don't know how i just started watching it but then i was like i, w- I kind of want to be like these people who are just sharing their footage yeah like i want to make something online and like edit edit it really nicely put music to it 
and that whole creative process I loved it like that was probably the first time in my life I had experienced like you know what they call flow like mm-hmm. I'm just there for hours and hours skipping meals my mom shouting at me come down eat your food I was literally about to say you know that. what like, I mean just imagine like you're just in your room like, I'm just in doing the that dark. For, yeah no 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 like, even, like <laughs> no, in like, the dark you haven't washed your duvet no and, like, I, I'm not like I, was, I wasn't like, being a nitty or anything like that yeah like I had a proper schedule like my parents made sure that okay like you know balance this they were like balance it with your with your work you know um, so thankfully they kept me in check otherwise I probably wouldn't have went off the road I can't I can't lie but um, so yeah I'm making these videos I'm I'm starting to share it I'm starting to share it online yeah. right and like back then gaming was like the thing for YouTube fully like, like you guys were like this whole group but actually one of the some of the top creators came from that oh yeah all, you know? all, all these guys like, like you know KSI, KSI all gamers oh, right no. and back then it was like it was very early days I remember I was watching other YouTubers and there was this race to the first million nobody had hit a million before and so like that's how early it was right so that was like mm. and back then it wasn't I don't think anyone really was open about how much they earn or whether or not they were earning mm. money was nothing to do with it right but what was it about then I don't know it's just kind of like I don't know maybe it was just I do like, you think about that like I think is is it the community of other gamers and that you're all just like you've all found each other and no, but the thing you is, know. you can play but not necessarily share stuff online. Yeah. I did want to be part of that group, but also I don't know, maybe something inside me was like I want to entertain or perform yeah. or kind of. I I always found it interesting having because the gaming community what like was and it's still really big, right? Yeah. But I just like someone coming from the out outer perspective mm. of things. I'm just trying to understand like what is it that made it so viral? Like yeah. you know. Because your channel like did yeah. really well back in the days, didn't it? Yeah, I think I had more subscribers than, than I yeah. currently do now. It did really well. I mean, not that I didn't follow you back then, but yeah, I've seen yeah. It. But so. at the time, like that was a lot for like I think I nearly had just two thousand. But I was I was doing it for five six years, right? And I don't know. I think maybe I kind of wanted to <coughs> share my my gameplay with other people so that they could obviously know how good I was. I wanted to play yeah. around with editing to be kind of known as someone who could edit my videos as well. Mm. There was there was like a there was a mix of people, right? And it, when you did like upload those videos, like what were the most common things that people wanted from you, like in the comments and stuff? Um, I don't know. It was it. Was, or was it just like oh, sick game, bro? Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, okay, this this no, shall shall I tell you? Imagine how early this was. I was like literally like 13, 14 years old. And when I uploaded, I would refresh it like nonstop just to see when when a yeah. comment co- would come through or a like would come through. Mm. I would get so excited, you know. Just like now, mm. you see like on Instagram, you get all these likes coming through. But with that first that first feeling of, oh wow, I'm getting likes. Like yeah. it's like dopamine going off. Yeah, like it's not about the numbers, but it is about the numbers. Yeah, it kind of was. It but even back it then, is. I would I would get like two three likes when I first mm. started, and I would just continue to make you know do the work. Yeah, and that drive to sort of get better at the actual thing not just share for the sake of sharing mm. but like that drive to actually be like I want to be better at this put it and share it with other people that makes you do better even if the the audience isn't there yet which mm. is kind of interesting isn't it like um, but yeah that was me doing uni um, I'm not sure what just one I'll, more thing before you like kind of yeah jump off move on to your next point at the time when you were uploading like your gaming videos and mm. you were getting into the zone of it yeah did you realize at that point and at that age that what you were doing yeah. and the skills that you were learning was something really special and it's something that would mm. be very valuable then or even later on in your life? 100% not. The only thing I could think of was how I could defend playing games 
to somebody who would say, why aren't you focusing on your medical career? Yeah. So in my, in my, I remember I, I specifically used one example, which was that okay. surgeons who used to play games were better surgeons, like just physically, right? With their manual dexterity, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Um, which is a very it's common... It's very quick. It's a very common thing. Anyone who do, does stuff, you know, um, with the hands, make things, plays games, you've got good reaction, blah, blah, blah. Because it is quite intricate, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Okay. And now, you know, we use robots and we use all these mm-hmm. tools and stuff. Apart from that, I couldn't think of anything else. I was like, oh, I can edit a video, but I couldn't imagine myself doing that for anything else. I couldn't imagine playing a game could be valuable in any other way besides what I was already doing and if other people found that valuable. Um, I mean, my friends, you know, they were like, they knew me as the guy who was really good at the game mm. and had a YouTube channel. But na- nowadays, I, you know, cr- being a creator has blown up and it's so much more accepted as well, right? It's, it's seen as a legitimate way to kind of like, uh, uh, you know, make an income, uh, make an impact. And I think the world is starting to open the eyes that damn, like creators play a real big part in in so many different things, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So many different aspects of life, whether that's kind of entertaining people, educating people, whether that's holding the attention of target consumers who then businesses can then, you know, work with. Mm-hmm. And or raising awareness. Raising awareness, like, like literally everything. So, and in a lot of ways, like the traditional kind of jobs that some people had uh, are now being seen as essentially, th- it was valuable because they were creating stuff or making things. Yeah. Um, but I never really saw the be- the benefits of it until then. until the end of med school, which I was, ca- when I was kind of like, okay, it's weird that now that I'm coming full circle back to creating. Because for a long time during med school, I feel like I dropped all my hobbies. Yeah, so... So, so you had the gaming channel and yeah. then you went into like med school and whatnot. Yeah. What was the point that made you say, I want to start a YouTube channel? Mm. So I was before the self help productivity YouTube channel. Oh, that was that was very late. Oh, I was wow. um I mean I as soon as I made my Instagram channel uh, my Instagram account, mm. it was private, it was public sometimes, blah blah blah. So you had this before YouTube? Yeah, but just like as a it wasn't to just be like a creator or an mm-hmm. influencer or whatever like that. It was just because I liked to share nice pictures I was, I'd put mm. a bit of filters on it you know what I mean just mm. kind of like that That maybe is a bit of a creative side right mm-hmm. and I would share that and then I had the idea to basically make a a business which was like to help medics and dentists get into med school mm-hmm. dentistry right like every other med student does basically mm-hmm. this was in my fourth year and I remember I was trying to set it up I was learning how to make a website which I found really interesting I was doing that but I didn't know how to run a business at all. I had no, no understandings, like no understanding of how to run a business, the basic finances, marketing, all this stuff, right? And I was like, wh- where do I start? Like, how do people, how, wh- you know, where do I find how to do the next step? Mm-hmm. And I would speak to different people, and one of my friends was like, br- like he, j- he was almost like he almost berated me. He was just like, bro, just like open a book. Like I've told you so many times, just read. Just do it, yeah. Yeah, because he was essentially. He was dropping straight facts. And I was like, where's this information coming from? Yeah. And he was like, books. And I was like, I had never read non-fiction books like that, yeah. right? I didn't know what format they'd be. Mm-hmm. I was like, what would they even consist of? Like, literally, I had no idea. Started reading some books via, like, audiobooks, right? Audible. And I would just literally, like, rip through so many. Mm-hmm. And that helped me start the business. Then I started reading into self-help, productivity. And um, I, I thought, I sort of thought, Okay, how do I, am I going to continue making businesses? Mm-hmm. Or at some point, like, should I just make a personal brand? And that was in my final year med school where I was like, okay, instead of making these individual companies, which may or may not fail, the likelihood is 
the first few will probably fail. I've got to be mm. realistic with myself. If I make a personal brand, right, if you try to make yourself the sort of company or the brand, then you can never really fail as long as you're being yourself and you're, you're yeah. you know, growing an audience. They like you for who you are. And it's just you, more relatable, isn't it? More relatable, but also yeah. you can you can pivot left and right without losing your initial audience. If you make a business, people aren't following you, they're following the business. And what that business is for. Exactly. Yeah. If the business fails, yeah. then you've got to start all over again. They don't know who you are. You can't leverage that, right? You can't mm-hmm. take carry that capital over to the next uh, you know, opportunity. But I was like, okay, so it actually made sense in terms of efficiency to try and build a personal brand. Mm. But I had to get over the whole kind of idea of me being the face of something, mm. right? Like, And so it did take me some time, even my final year of med school, to be like, to pluck up the confidence to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. That's why it took me like a year, and ho- a year to start writing and then another half a year to make the YouTube. So th- that was basically my journey. Ah. Sorry for the life story. No, but. like, I mean... Gave a lot of context to it for sure. Yeah. So I think like just from your story, it's just that you, you had this moment and I think everyone can relate to that where we all have this moment where you, you're teaching yourself something yeah. because, you know, for whatever reason, you may not have had the opportunity to learn about those things in the conventional way, i.e. Mm. taking a course or having a degree in it. And also financial barrier is a huge thing for a lot of people nowadays, you know, yeah. like there's a lot of things that, anyone is capable of doing but they have a lot of struggles and they have a lot of barriers that stop them from going there and actually Mm. they take the unconventional route which is very similar to you where they're like okay right i can't afford to learn it from another person so let me teach myself and again books is the main thing right Mm. and so you taught yourself something you tried to apply what you learned yeah and made something of it and it happened and then you realize like oh my god like this is actually proved to be really really good mm. let me share it yeah, yeah and that's essentially the root of starting to create something yeah. and then yeah 100 like no when, when you're when you're choosing to share something mm. there's so many benefits which like can't necessarily be articulated like um like when if you ask someone why would you make a podcast for example yeah, yeah. like i used to think okay you make a podcast to, to chat shit. sorry to, to chat shit but also, like, hopefully make money or get famous or something something very basic, almost like that, right? Then, like, obviously, once you're creating, you're like, okay, now there's so many different benefits to making a podcast, for example, right? <laughs> and then you burped. <laughs> on the, um, it'll probably come a bit later, but anyway. I thought um, it was going to come out the other side. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> okay, so essentially, like, take it from the beginning, right? Number one, you're, you've got to think about what you're creating you, you're gonna you're gonna write maybe some scripts <laughs> if you want but that may helps you articulate your thinking mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna learn how to use some software you're gonna become more confident you're gonna put yourself on camera you're gonna have to learn how to use a camera mm. that can help you make other things with the camera you know yeah. video courses whatnot you're 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 getting you know building relationships with your guests you're networking um like there's so many things which people don't realize yeah that comes out from from creating you know what i mean you may only think like there's five things but in between even without you knowing it or you know you understand it but and a lot of the time the only way you can kind of like experience it is to actually go through it to realize mm. how important creating is for you yeah you know what i mean but also on the flip side like all of those things that yeah. come into it is often seen as like really daunting for a lot of people mm. so actually those reasons that can motivate someone can also be reasons why people don't want to start because yeah. they're because some people honestly just want to start a podcast for mm. example purely for the sake of you know they 
learn a lot from the conversations that they're having with certain people and they just want to keep it at that mm. you know like they're not looking for book deals or sponsorships and whatnot and then you know even though they're seeing the world where they're like okay so if you're not going to be open to you know for it to upgrade to a certain point why are you doing it in the first place yeah. you know but i think again there's no right and wrong isn't mm. there so i think even if like you're bound to get bombarded with a lot of opportunities from whatever you're creating i think yeah. as soon as you share something you have to be really open to the fact that there are a lot more people seeing you than you think mm. but also you always have to just take a step back and be like okay why did i do this to begin with mm. and what it is what they're offering aligning with yeah. why i started and if it isn't cap it yeah you know um and that's the thing i think a lot of people get sidetracked and that their journey goes very very differently yeah. and then they reach that kind of like midpoint crisis of like oh my god like you know the brand has changed so much it's not me anymore mm. i feel like i'm really lost in this i don't know yeah. where the channel or whatever is going yeah. and whatnot did you think about that before you started creating like essentially why am i doing this or do oh i want to do god. like you know what i mean um, yeah like i mean everything that i just said i'm going to contradict myself now like also having those questions in place from the beginning can be really negative and actually can drive you absolutely nuts because i remember when i thought about starting a youtube channel um i i started brainstorming like all the reasons why i want to do it okay, you know yeah. um and it was like it wasn't actually starting a youtube channel it was this whole thing about personal brand how long um, ago was this before you made your so this was um during lockdown so almost a year ago so i started oh, the youtube okay. channel just at the point of lockdown so literally a year ago um or a year and a half um and I asked myself, why do I want to start it? And then the first thing I just thought in my head was, I've just got a lot to say. Like, mm. I don't know what it is. I've just got a lot to say. And I feel I, I never at any point thought of oh, what I think is really valuable. Yeah. It was never egotistical like that. It was more so that I learned so much from just listening to people and mm. seeing social media and seeing other people yeah. that actually when I got feedback from my close friend circle saying, hey, Shugs, you know, like our conversation here today, is, yeah. it, it was, I, only, I honestly learned so much. You should really yeah. think about sharing it and whatnot. When I started getting comments like that, that's when I thought, really? oh, okay, maybe what I say actually matters to a little... So you got like essentially direct feedback from people to be like, yeah. you, should, you should do this essentially. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing. I think those like the difference between someone starting and someone not starting is really highly impacted with who you surround yourself with mm. i think if you surround yourself with people who generally like not just motivate you but give you really constructive criticism and feedback yeah. and actually see you as like okay this is going to relate back to kanye's documentary mm. but everyone needs a cootie in their life right mm. cootie if anyone who hasn't watched the documentary yeah. essentially the documentary is um it, it was made like decades ago and one of Kanye's close friends, who was a videographer and photographer at the time, um, started filming Kanye's journey yeah. um, and was like, you know what? I see a lot of potential in this guy. Yeah. I'm going to film him. Mm. And I think everyone has a cootie in their life. And I yeah. think it really does take a lot of self-confidence for you to be the cootie to yourself. Mm. You know, it takes you a lot of guts for you to be yeah. like, hey, you can do this. Like, you know, when you see on Instagram, all these like self-care, self-motivated yeah. memes of like, don't let others stop you from what you're doing. Tell yourself every day you're beautiful. Mm. Like you're confident. But realistically, like, you know, you don't listen to your own advice that you yeah. give out, let alone tell but you yourself. You know what? It's actually really hard. I, I, I've been in a position where, like, five, ten years ago, mm. there's no chance I would put my face online no. and, and do what essentially we're doing now, right? But, like, 
for a lot of people, there's a legitimate fear of... There's so many different reasons why they wouldn't put themselves out there, right? A lot of the time it's generally, number one, like we said, are, are they, they, they they don't feel like they're bringing anything new to a saturated market. Second one is that they feel like some sort of fear of putting themselves out online, right? But it it, it can be scary, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but typically we only get hear the advice from people on the other side who have already kind of like overcome it. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe at some point we can... We, we should break down like essentially the sort of steps we did to like took to overcome mm. that because I yeah, definitely, definitely I didn't definitely go I didn't go from like zero to one mm. like there were stages in between yeah. which I felt like okay I'm ready for the next step I'm ready for and the they fluctuate as well isn't exactly it? yeah you, you have your you have your moments mm. you go up and down some points you're just like I, mm. I CBA with Instagram I CBA with YouTube I just want to go off the map for a bit yeah do, do you have that do you have like a oh yeah hundred percent I mean I'm still off the map you're still now off the you're map just yeah. <laughs> this should be the theme song oh, to my God. life. Oh we'll, we'll um, man, um, but I think like it's really easy to give fearless advice to others, mm. but it's really hard to give that fearless advice to yourself. And actually, yeah. when you give advice to yourself, you're more practical because you're the one, like you're aware that you're the one that's going to take the risk. Mm. Um, and so yeah, essentially, like if you if you're not really surrounding yourself with those kind of people who really point out like the good things in you, mm. then essentially like it's it's a huge struggle to A, start something, yeah. but also B, be really consistent at it. Yeah. You know, like consistency is like a, like a big topic in yeah. like for everyone who's starting out. Um, and it's just, it's so hard. Like yeah. it is really, really hard. I think when I hear a lot of stories um, of other creators of how they're really self-disciplined and how they're really consistent and whatnot, I think, at the beginning, I saw it as like a holy grail, mm. saying that, okay, right, if they can do it, I can do it. But now I realize that actually, like, do not compare yourselves. Like, you don't know their situation. You don't know their responsibilities. Mm. They don't know your responsibilities and what you've got yeah. outside all of this. And actually, if you create a very genuine brand, whether it's a personal one or whether it's a non-personal one, mm. then your audience will respect you no matter what. Mm as long as you kind of maintain that relationship, even if you're not being consistent, mm. you know? Because for example, like I like I have a lot of creators that I follow um, and if they go off the radar for a bit, like I feel like it's not gonna affect me personally. Like I just yeah. carry on with my day, yeah. you know? But if they all of a sudden come back and do something completely different yeah. because they've had like an epiphany or whatever, then it would be hard for me to re-follow and re-engage in what they do. But if in that gap, that they've had yeah. they've kind of communicated like kind of like the changes and their thought process their journey mm. then I would be more inclined to be more invested in it yeah and it depends how close you have like a relationship to the person as opposed to what yeah. they're creating like some sometimes we follow people for them right whatever mm. they do we'll watch it like mm. that, that's typically like you know the lifestyle vloggers you'll watch them drink their tea go to the toilet whatnot okay, yeah. maybe not that far but you know what I mean um <laughs> But essentially, that's what they'll be sharing online. But mm. you'll still watch it because you like them, right? Yeah. As opposed to someone who does something very specific, mm. right? If someone is making videos on football and you just want to see that, then yeah. if they if they pivot to horse riding, I don't know, mm. like you're not you're not gonna carry on yeah. watching it unless you're interested in that, obviously. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's, there's honestly so much different things we can talk about. What what do you think we should? Um, what other kind of topics do you reckon we'll be talking about in this first season? Um. So in this first season, I think it would be. Um, how, like essentially how you can start making it mm. you know so what is the kind of bread and butter in everything but the common themes being around again from our experience is like the only advice that we can give is 
in the context of if you're someone who has a full-time job or a non-creative job on the side mm. or not just job-wise but you've just got other obligations that are nothing to do with this creative journey yeah how do you manage going from left to right? Yeah. Um, how do you, like, again, if you're someone that has absolutely no knowledge on the aspects of starting something or the business side of things and whatnot, what would help you to start? Mm. So essentially, what would help you to start? What would help you to keep going? Yeah. And showing a very realistic journey mm. of the things that you are going to expect when you start. Because it's not yeah. smooth sail. 100%. You know? Yeah, I think... I think so, I think you summarized it quite nicely. Yeah. Off the cuff as well. I yeah. completely forgot what I just ha- said. Basically, how. <laughs> but it's recorded. Ha- how, we, how we start, how we keep going, and a realistic expectation of people who are making it, who are, tr- who are making things, who yeah. are in the process of trying to make it, who haven't already got everything. So, so yeah. I think, yeah. I think you and look, like, we're not experts. We haven't made it. Yeah. Um, and also, our we're version. <laughs> We are losers. We're the biggest losers. Um, um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Gosh, you really triggered me, man. (laughs) We're experts, yeah, go on. Um, But, oh my God, I've got mind block. It was really good. Okay, maybe I'll finish off. Okay, thank you so much for watching the first episode. No, no, it's not finished yet. Let me finish this off. It's not finished. Um, What was it? Okay, right. We're not experts. And Oh yeah, our version of made it so our destinations mm. are very different mm. so it's like oh do you know what end this episode man on to the next we're no you can't end it like that now you we're done we're off. done you know what thanks for watching well, you were gonna go hope all you deep en- you were gonna go hope all deep you with enjoyed it. our fan well now it's just it's gone up to the surface now completely lost it um no but it was, it was a really good one as well probably wasn't a good point then yeah probably wasn't okay um no, i'm joking Ooh, gamer oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool so that sums up our first episode um so thank you for listening um and yeah if if you are someone that is thinking about making it uh, don't know where to start please please join us on this journey mm. um where we can find out more for you 100 so like yeah even if you've if you've never made something in your life if you just want to follow us for the journey if you enjoy hearing us waffle then absolutely follow us join us on the journey and yeah we've got l- loads more videos coming up hopefully um on the topics of you know how to get started mm-hmm. all about you know the behind the scenes of what a creator yeah. go through whether that's creating for like cr- creative side projects like youtube mm-hmm. and writing and whatnot but also business social enterprise we usually talk about all those little yeah. topics right and um and yeah hopefully we'll have guests coming on soon but that'll be maybe a bit later <laughs> but otherwise uh thank you so much for watching yeah. make sure you follow us at um you know all our social handles anywhere where you listen to podcasts it should be hopefully on there and we will see you very soon and one last thing if you are someone who is making it um then please do contact us we'd love to get to know more about it and just any tips and tricks that you want to share with anyone just contact us and we will do the thing but yeah, yeah thank you for watching and thank you for listening up nicely. until next time mm. Oh. <laughs> mm. Cool.